that is special. That you treat your kids like that, and you're not even around them, and whatever situation, blah, blah, blah. But you still, your kids love you and love being around you. That is um, a big deal for any man that does that. Because most, there are men that will be just like, yeah, well, okay, screwed her. And if my kids want to see me, they will say something. Yeah. But they want to be around you and you want them. Well, I kind of lucked out. And I think um, sometimes dads will fall into the situation where you know, mom gets custody and, you know, their regular life is with mom and things are stressful over at mom's house. And then when dad comes over, it's kind of like vacation. Mm. You know, you get to go to a different place. You get to go relax. relax. The, the same rules don't really apply, you know. Yes, sir. And with um, with me and my ex-wife um, growing further and further apart as the time goes by, mm. it's even more a shift or a difference whenever they come over. Mm. Um and it i'm i'm lucky and unlucky in the the fact that my kids are a little bit older now mm. like we you know i i broke up with my my ex-wife when you know my son was a year and a half that's so what my dad did me well it kind of hit it kind of hit my son harder than it did my daughter cuz my daughter was 3 she'd been loved for the full 3 years she kind of already developed her personality whereas um Tyler had no idea yeah tiger my son he kind of in the middle of his developing process, you know, he kind of got uh, a wrench thrown in the, in the works, you know, so... He doesn't um, understand. But he, he's well-rounded now. I think it just took him a little, a little more uh, adjusting, a little more time to get used to stuff. Because, like, he is so much like me as far as, you know, caring about people and, and being generous and being open-handed with his stuff. You know, he's very considerate of other people's feelings. Yes. You know, I, I wasn't always like that, but I've always been... Neither was I. I was all, I've always been very observant and... It's not all about you all the time. Yeah, yeah, and, and compassionate, at least on the inside. I'm not... I haven't always been, you know, the first to speak up or voice out when something was wrong. It's been very few and far between when I've had my hero moments, you know what I mean? You get a couple of these um, in your life. But I think what's what's really important is uh, you show up, you know, and it's been a big thing for my kids is just showing up. We don't have to do everything that we said we're going to do. We don't have to go here and go there and spend money and do this and do that. You know, all these fancy things that, that cost money and time. They just want to be around you, you know. And hey, I know this. It's uh, it's. It's amazing for me, and I didn't feel it. At it's amazing for me because... I'm sorry, I cut you no, off. go ahead. Please. Okay, it's amazing for me because you trust me with your kids. I mean, I'm married to your mother, so... But the thing is, is that... I think, I hope that you trust me with your kids. Like, I'm there. If something, God forbid, was wrong when they were here, I'm going to solve that problem. They're not going to have a bad time. Anytime they're around me... And I know they're good kids. And every time they come here, it's like, snap. How you doing? And it's just like a strong bond that I had with your kids from day one, the first time I met them, when your mother brought them to me over on Marion Street. And they brought me over there, brought them over there. And I was just like, wow. Um, got a picture of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, they, they have a tight bond um, with you, too. It's really cool because... Um, 
you know, in the car when I was all um, pissed off yesterday, I got stuck in some New York traffic and <sighs> ended up getting into an accident, got lost right before the George Washington Bridge, got literally stuck in standstill traffic for an extra three hours. The ride from Connecticut to New Jersey is only supposed to take me three hours in total. I know. I spent an hour getting to New York, three hours in New York, and then an hour and a half getting out of New York. Mm. So, um, and it was it was no one's fault but my own. I've made that trip a hundred times. I should be able to trust my instincts and know where I'm going. Mm. But um, I was trying to make it to a softball game with my brother, and so I put in that address for the directions, and then, of course, the directions are pulling me all in these different ways, mm. and I'm like, no, I don't want to go that way, so I'm not trusting the GPS, but I'm allowing it to recalculate, and hopefully it'll get on my track, but it never does, so I, I was just getting confused, made a couple wrong turns, had to turn around mm. in literally, like, bumper-to-bumper traffic. When I say bumper-to-bumper, yeah. bumper, and you know I'm driving a stick, too. Yeah, that's so, to Did you get a cramp? No, I didn't cramp up. <laughs> I didn't cramp up, but, you know, it was, it, my daughter was, because I've been teaching her how to drive a stick, mm. and she's like, is this what you mean? It's not always good to have a stick? Yes. Because, you know, first to neutral, first to neutral. Maybe yeah, get it in a second, and then back to yeah. neutral. Yep, yeah, you know? it's work. It's 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 a lot of mental work, and then on top of that, I was super stressed out just from being late to the game and being lost uh, in the city, yeah. you know, and then I had a guy try to come over and cut me off. And of course, you know, I learned how to drive in Jersey. I'm not, I'm not no punk. You know what I mean? I understand. Um, so he tried to take my lane. I'm like, nah, bro. There's nowhere for you to go. You know, if there was like, you know, four, seven, eight car lanes in front of me mm. where it's empty, mm. like, go ahead, get in front of me. I'm mm. not gonna, I'm not gonna stop you. Yeah. But there's nowhere to go. This like, I literally tries to hop in front of me, so I didn't let cheating. him get in. I didn't let him get in. So you know, he, find, he you know, I honk the horn. He backs off or whatever. And then literally less than a minute later, he tries the exact same thing, but nicks the front of my car. Pulls over in front of me, stops. So, of course, I stop. And I, I literally, I had to take 10 seconds to catch my breath and not hop out and just punch this dude in his head. So, he gets yeah, out. He starts rubbing the side of his car like, oh. This is oh, so pretty. You messed the, my pretty The car. side of his car. He starts rubbing the side of his car. And he's like, oh, you hit me from behind. You, you hit me from the back. I'll, he was like, I'm going to press charges. I was like, call the police, dude. Go ahead. Call the police, bro. Please call the police. First of all, it's going to take him two hours to get here. Because it's bumper-to-bumper traffic in the biggest city in America. You know, second of all, it's your fault because you cruised over into my lane. I've got witnesses in the car. You know what I mean? He wants to get all uppity. I started screaming at him. Tell him it was his fault. Go ahead, call the police. Press charges if you want, you know. That stuff is still rubbing you the wrong way. You're still hot about that. And if he was well, in front of your face... <laughs> no, well, I did end up apologizing to him afterwards. You mm. know what I mean? But as I'm screaming at him, you know what I mean? He's realizing what I'm saying is making sense. Mm. Because if the cops come out there, he's going to get in trouble. Mm. Or he's going to get the ticket. It is going to take two hours for them to get there. I'm not worried about getting in trouble. I pay my insurance. I pay my registration. My license is good. You know what I mean? I don't have any tickets or any warrants that I've got mm. to worry about like that I know straight. of. You know what I mean? That I know <laughs> okay, of. Okay. But um, okay. uh, you know, so I'm good. My conscience is straight. I'm just, I'm just irritated. I've been stressed out for the last two hours sitting in traffic, and then this idiot wants to run into me and start telling me it's my fault. So, anyways, we get over that, and that wasn't even the worst part. The worst part was, you know, I get a, uh, I get a call from my kid's neighbor, um, saying that, uh, uh their their dogs got out and um if you need it uh their dogs got out 
and uh, I guess they were running loose in the neighborhood. And I don't know this for sure because my kids' dogs, they're big, but they're nice dogs, you know? But I get a call and I start reading this text message and it says, oh, your dogs got out and um, we're terrorizing the neighborhood and the police shot your dogs. So I've got both my kids in the car. We're all stressed out from the traffic, me especially. And then my kids start bawling, crying, because they called their mom to confirm and both their dogs are sitting there dead. So it's just like, you know... Um, Can I speak about that? Please. All right. My speak about that is that uh, if you have an, an, a pet, an animal, and we have little Maya and all that, and so we keep the gate in front kind of closed, well, I don't so much, but we have to because she's a little chihuahua, long-haired chihuahua, and she, if she sees somebody, she will go outside and start barking, but she's not a bite or not like that. Yeah. And... Um, but the people that are walking past the yard, they don't know this. They don't know, they don't know, they don't know that dog. They don't yeah. know anything about it. Yep. And I've seen people, I've had to apologize left and right to people about Maya and my lack of keeping her gated in. Mm -hmm. She can run around in the yard all day long. That's good. Yep. She can bark at the fence. But as soon as she slides through that fence and is on the sidewalk or on the and street. I can't, yeah. I can't fall in. And I feel for you and I feel for the kids. But um, if I don't know that dog and I have a phobia about a dog and a pit bull is a real, real dog, um, I don't know if I would necessarily just like extinguish it, but I would put my steel boots into its behind to get it to back up. Oh, I, and I, you know, I'm not faulting, you know, the neighbor or the cop or whoever did. See, because now the, the story is getting smeared and because I think... Melissa or their mom is trying to uh, take as little responsibility as possible because she doesn't want to be at fault for it. You know, the story keeps changing. So I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was the police that shot the dog. I don't know if it was, um, but pull it up. I don't know if it was the police or the, if it was the neighbor or, you know, who it was, but the dogs are dead, you know, and it's sad. There's no use in crying over spilt milk, but it's like, shit, you know, I'm stuck in the car. We're all stressed out. Now my kids are bawling for a legitimate reason. It's not even like I can tell them to suck it up. They you love know what I mean? They love them. Yeah, you know, and it's like, no, it was just a tough day yesterday. All um, right, then. I understand your feelings, though. I understand it. I understand it. You know, but and if, I mean, in this, in this, to speak to your point, in this, if I was in the same exact situation and there's two big dogs running after my kids in the front yard, I'll shoot those fucking dogs, too. You know? <laughs> Yeah. But on the other side, if I know whose dogs those are, mm. and those people are home, yes. I might just take a walk over to their house and knock on their door. But if the dogs are outside running around, then they might not want to. Because I get the it. Dog, the dog, I get the, it. The dog, the dog might not understand, because I have a neighbor who's got a dog, and mm -hmm. we met Django. Mm -hmm. So Django, me and him are buddies, mm -hmm. since he was a puppy that I could put in my hand. Mm -hmm. And I feed him water, and I've gave him, given him food in summertime when it's hot and they're at work and all that. And so, but the first time that Django came out of his house, out outside, on the sidewalk, and uh, he just like... I went to go and uh, touch his head like I normally do at the fence. Mm -hmm. And he opened his mouth and put his mouth over my fingers. And yeah. I thought, oh, my God. This guy's going to bite my hand off. Yeah. And my neighbor had him on a leash. You know, he was leashed up. Mm -hmm. But I thought I was cool with Django. But 
obviously not that cool. Yeah. And uh, Jenko, he put my fingers in his mouth, all four, and when I pulled my hand out slowly, and I looked to see if I still have fingers. My neighbor yanked him back and all that and said, oh, okay, well, Django's for real. He's our watchdog, and so I know what he's going to do if somebody comes around. But yeah. I thought me and Django was cool. And uh, so you never know what dogs. That's my point. No, and, and you're right. And I, I understand people do have an inherent fear of, you know, animals that they don't know. Um, and especially big dogs running at you. I get it. You know, there's definitely a concern there. And if there's children out, which I know that it's a children-rich neighborhood, you know, it makes sense. Uh, so, but it's it, it doesn't change the fact that it's a shitty situation. <coughs> you know, I got stuck in the car with crying kids and it was just, uh, you know, the Big Apple wasn't helping. Anyways, we made it safe. No one was hurt. No one was injured. You know. Let's get down to business. Yeah. So I, I guess basically kind of the moral of the story yesterday was like, you know, you never know. And people do act on uh, instincts and people will act quickly to defend yourselves. And it's like, you know, if we look back in the history of this country alone, we've done a lot of shitty things that we're not willing to take credit for, you know. And way worse than killing a neighbor's dog or, you know, uh, way worse than, you know, uh, there's been a lot of things that have been done and not in the name of humanity, you know. And I guess one of the topics that, you know, we we did a Bruce Lee podcast back in the day and it went so well. Um, if you missed it, it was uh, uh, No Smoking in the House. Um, I forget which number it was, but, you know, it was a good podcast. I wanted to oh my do it God. Yes. But once we, uh, and we're smoking in the house again, but uh, I think we got until midnight before mom gets home, so uh, don't tell on us. Um, But the point I was trying to make is that, you know, people do shitty things, and sometimes those shitty things get passed down through the generations. And one thing that I've struggled with a lot and have had um, a lot of issues with, you know, internal struggles with is, is certain words that we're not allowed to say. And when we did that podcast and had such a good time, you know, I know we've, we always kind of push the envelope of what's appropriate or what, what we should be talking about in front of the kids or what we shouldn't be talking about. And now there's no kids here. It's just me and you. That's right. And, uh, you know, you brought up, uh, an issue that is, has been heavy on my heart for years since I was a kid and still, I still kind of struggle with, and you said, you know, certain words that, you know we're not allowed to say anymore that uh that invoke a lot of feeling i'm gonna call you out well yeah and they're words that i use you know uh, words with a lot of power (coughs) specifically the n-word you know and my argument when i was a kid is like you know there's two different words there's nigger and then there's nigga you know what i mean and i would always say nigga because it was in the rap songs it was just it was something you know hey what up my nigga what's what's going on you know but i've had Plenty of different encounters where people are like, dude, you can't say that. Like, mm. bro, you're, you're white. You're not allowed to say that word. Mm. You know, and naturally, when you tell someone they can't do something, mm. at least for me, why? I push back. Yeah, I want, psh, don't tell me I can't do it because I'll do it. You know, don't look down. What are you going to do? You're <clears> going <throat> to look down. You know what I mean? I got friends. They don't mind it or I don't think. Yeah, exactly. Or especially me growing up in a in you know West Windsor over here and uh, yeah, in a nice neighborhood, That's you know. That's where we were. Yeah, and I've got I've got black friends around that are cool with it. You know what I mean? And you get comfortable, and <clears> it's like you don't realize the impact that these words have on some of the other ears that are receiving it. You know, and it you, took me it took me a long time, and it, it took me a long time to grasp 
the fact that they're not saying that I can't say this because of me. It's nothing that I've done or nothing. It's not, no. it's not me. It's basically the emotion that those <clears throat> words invoke. Like, oh. I try not to say the word cunt. But if you do, yes. women get very uppity and are very quick to be like, oh, Understood. that's the ugliest word in the book. There are words that you can't say about a woman or anybody. Uh, Irish person. You, there are words that you can't say. That, um, But for <clears throat> we're talking about the N-word. The N-word is something that we're talking about. And it is deeply enrooted on a basis of slavery and even the word boy. That's a debate. Um, you have to be some people have to be careful about what they say I didn't call you out but you asked me the question you asked me straight up and I, you said uh, well I got this friend and I say it and my friend says that um, they don't like it so I, I, we didn't get a chance to finish that discussion so that's what it is right now that we're talking about I would not want you to say it I don't like listen to any white person say that word. I don't have friends anymore because they said that word two times. Because they they forgot that I was there. You know, I was the only black guy in the group of white dudes and they forgot that I was there and he said that. And I knew who he was talking about and I was just like, wow, you feel the same way about me? So I'm not friends with them anymore, you know, because they saw that they screwed up, but then they didn't want to talk to me later. And and like you did, which congratulations, you came and asked me, did, have you ever asked a black person, what do you think about me saying nigger? You said it to me. I felt like I'm still feeling that because it, it was at your family reunion that you told me this. And you asked me the question then. And we never got to finish it. And uh, she, that person was right. She don't want to hear that. You know? I mean, I want to keep it out of my diet. I listen to music and I hear nigger nigger and I hear things and just like ignorance. <clears throat> Everybody else is listening to it. I think it's kind of funny. But if somebody else recites those things and... See, now, this, like this is where my issue comes in with it, because I can understand, like, if it's off the table, it's off the table, and I can understand that, you know, it invokes these emotions in, in certain people, and not just black people. There's mm -hmm. other people that hear it and get deeply offended, mm. deeply offended, right? Now, my argument when I was younger and when I was, you know, much more ignorant is that, you know, it's a word. You know, if it hurts you that bad, you know, then you're the weak one or, you know, yeah. it's your issue. Like, it's not my issue. You yeah. can't tell me what I can and can't say, yes. you know. First Amendment. And, well, and the, the, the weird thing about the N-word is that, you know, there's really no other word for any other race that it cuts as deep. You know, there's no other, and I think it Check has... Check you out, telling me how hard it cuts you. Well, no, it, it, <laughs> Well, you just Well, no, it. I'm just saying, like, when someone calls oh. me a honky, or when someone calls me a cracker, that I... doesn't hurt my feelings at all. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, it really doesn't. You know what I mean? But now, if I were to come out my face and okay. call you something, and I, I think yes. this is the big part of I the argument... I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't say that to you. I know all the words to, to say about white people. I know all that stuff. But my point is that... Okay. My point is that the, the, the thing about the N-word that gives it so much power yes. is that 
it's such an ugly word mm. and it has so much more power than any of those other derogatory terms. Mm. Like I think it's worse than, you know, Say see it. you next Tuesday. I think it's worse than, you know, uh Come on. calling women bitches. I think it's it's worse. I really do. But it's it's taken me a long time to to come to this opinion. You know, if we'd have had this discussion last year or at my family reunion, yeah. I probably would have dug my heels in and been like, no, I, I'm still defended. I still defend the right to say, say it. it. Hey, well, that's day. You were asking me that question. And I was just like, why is he asking me this right now? He's thinking about his family and what his family no, stands. No. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. no. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. No, Tell no, me no, what I you're thinking. Because I would never come yeah. at you... In a way where I would be like, okay, let me put him on his defensive. Let me see. Let me make this guy uncomfortable and ask him this question in front of this that. group of people. That would never be I my intention. I thought so. I thought so at the moment. So, but I came back at you, and I was about to tell you everything that I'm saying right now. And uh, don't be offensive about it because you're getting a little offensive about it. Okay, I think so. But I thought that you're. A better person. You talked to me last time that you came here and you brought your kids. And I've had your kids. Sometimes just me and them alone. And I have a good time with them and do all this other stuff. Uh, with them. Just like. They get my energy up. And. Uh, I don't know. There's There's something about you that just like. At one point bothered me. I don't know how to say it. I'm kind of an asshole sometimes. Yeah, well, I'm an asshole to a lot of people sometimes, but, you know, I do speak my truth. And if it don't make sense, then I don't know what to say. I'm not going to lie. Well, you know, I try to keep um, our identities as, as concealed as much as possible on this podcast, but you've okay. already went ahead and said that, you know, you married my mom, yeah. and uh, you know people know we're family, and yeah. obviously we're we're sitting here having this conversation, and yeah. I um I'm not taking offense to anything. I'm not trying to get defensive. Mm. Uh, it's important to me that I get this out because I have been guilty of spreading ignorance before. I have been guilty of oh you are of, not that. Of, of of doing ugly things for for no good reason, just because I thought it was cool or just because I thought that I could get away with it. You know what I mean? And and I need to apologize to a lot of people. You know, I've I've definitely, you know, taken freedoms that uh should have got me, you know, my face kicked into the dirt, you know? And I have gotten swung on for, for saying the N word before. So, you know, I have got chin checked. <sighs> You know what I mean? In the middle of school. Oh my God, I didn't think so. The way that you... Uh, okay. It's happened. I, I got... In Titusville, I got I got punched in uh, the face. And then we ended up rumbling on the ground, throwing yeah. desks. Because um, <clears throat> I told someone to cool out Nick. That's all I said. It was cool out Nick. And it was a wrap. That Bam. Was it was, that's it. I got checked. Because he didn't know me. He didn't know my intentions. Yeah. Now, I'm just thinking I'm cool. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking I'm this... I'm this I'm this white kid. I, you know, I listen to hip hop. It's influencing me. It's and coming in this year. Them. I hang out with them. I'm sagging my pants. I'm oh, smoking gosh. weed. You know what I'm saying? I'm dapping up everybody. You don't have to smoke weed with black people. What does weed have to do with it? Well, You're what just I'm saying in is, the environment of black people. So you were there, and so they accept you. I, I smoke. I smoked with white people before I smoked with black people. I'm just saying okay. that that when when you smoke weed with someone, 
you, you break down an extra layer. You're, you're allowing yourself an extra layer of vulnerability because you're like, okay, I'm going to alter my mindset. Same thing with drinking beer with someone. Mm-hmm. You want to drink a beer with your enemy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to smoke a peace pipe with your enemy yeah. you know, or someone that you don't like. Right. Now, sometimes when you're kids, you get caught in, a, you know, in the middle of a rotation and there might be someone <laughs> that you don't like in it and you're still going to hit that blunt. You know what I mean? <laughs> but the point that I'm making is that what? I, was, I was comfortable right. to a certain point and I felt like um, uh, I needed to not only express myself, but make myself comfortable and, and feel, you know, a certain way in a certain environment. Now, it wasn't for any, and that, this is my only defense, is that I never, I never wanted to stand on a pedestal. I never wanted to be better than the people I was around. I only wanted to be thought of as one of the guys, you know, or equal. Go ahead, run up there. I'll, I'll run off on this rant while you go. I know you will. I know you. Well, I'm gonna will. finish up this rant. Well, sure I mean, yeah. that's why I say I can go upstairs and get a beer because you're doing all the talking. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll oh, keep. I'll keep running my mouth. Okay. Um, yeah. Go ahead. No. No. I'll well, go grab mic. a drink. Hurry up. Um. Why was still in your mind? Or do you have it certain down? No, I just I I wanna um. Oh. I wanna just make sure that, at least for this podcast and and for you, I can I can sit here and look you in your eyes and tell you. Honestly, mm. that I've never said those things in anyone's direction with malice or or misintent. You know what I mean? I've never said those to offend someone. Sure. Like I would never come out my face and be like, you know, just call someone the N word out of anger. Never... Anytime, anytime I've ever used it, or at least in my recollection. Anytime I've because I've I hear people spit it like venom. I, know. I hear people I use like it as that. a I no. Don't like I don't that. either. I mean, I have people in my family. So why do you feel the need that you have to be like that, like them? So they're you're trying to be like them, and just like you know that they talk like that. And if I'm around black people, <clears throat> my type of black people, I would not say that. Hey, what's up, my nigga? I wouldn't do that stuff. I the only person I might say it to is my brother because me and my brother got into fights when we were little kids. So even then, as little kids, your brother would stomp you call me. No, your brother is like three times your size, yo. Yeah, yeah, he's round. He's, oh, you're talking about D. Yeah, your oh, brother. No, D, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I you're not. Punch, I'll get two punches in. I know that much. Maybe. No, I would. Yeah, but they're going to hurt your hand just you getting the punches Bruce in. Lee style, remember? Okay. We talked about Bruce. Yeah, I know yeah, his yeah. style, so okay. I take him down, take him at the knee. Yeah. Mm, yeah, but so anyway, um, I wouldn't say that to anybody. Never. I mean, I listened to it on the music, like I said before, but and it's kind of funny, but I wouldn't want to hear that every day because I know who it's talking about. See, but I, I don't think that we've acknowledged the point that in my eyes, there's two different words. Mm. There's the hard ER, mm. and then there's the A at the end. There's no difference. Now... Now that I'm older, I understand. You know what I'm saying? Both are off limits. I get it. You know what I mean? I, I, I have pretty much excluded it from my vocabulary for the most part. There's a few people like my homie Jesse will joke around every now and then. But it's, it's never with malintent. It's never to classify a group of people as something negative. Never. All right. No, Jesse, I know that uh, you can't play with Jesse too much. 
Well, Jess, you know Jesse. Yes, is, I do. I but know he's, Jesse. But you know he's got a heart of gold. Like, yes, he's not he trying does. to hurt anyone. He's, Hell no. You know, he's not. He's a real nice guy. Yeah, but, you know, me and him will be like, oh, you know, what up, dog? And you'll you say know? it like that. Exactly. Joking around, you know. And not, yeah. even, not even as an insult. Just like, you know, what's going you on? You guys are up? that tight. That's yeah. it. But, yeah. You... But do you understand where my, at least my childhood ignorance would be like, where's the difference here? There's there it's mm. two different words. Mm. And you you can't even deny that in in black culture and hip hop culture, uh. it it that's a word that thrives. Not only does it rhyme with everything, but it's something that they use all the time, right or wrong. That's true. That's some gangster stuff. I don't even know and, why you do that. Because they weren't taught that they weren't supposed to be taught that. And some of the speak that you hear from from black people down south, the way they speak and the way hip hop speaks, and that's been taught to them by white people. Some of slave owners. Some of the best advice I've ever heard, and could ever give, is whatever whatever your weakness is, whatever your downfall is. Like I'm short, you know mm. what I mean. So I've come up with short jokes about myself. You mm. know, um, I'm I'm not that smart. So a lot of times I'll make fun of how. Stupid I am. You know what I mean? And I can get away with it. Now, I'm just smart in certain issues. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, damn, you're always telling each other you're not smart. I know I'm smart. I get it. But uh-huh. the point that I'm trying to make is that, you know... Uh, <laughs> Check you out. We, we, use, we use these commonalities and we use these things to relate with people. And we use these slangs and these terms as a way of assimilating and getting along. And when you're, when you're listening to something in a song every day or if you're mm. listening to something that's in 90% mm. of your music you're subliminally being fed these these racist traits and these patterns stuff. well well it, it, i don't consider it racist because i don't have any hate in my heart towards any one specific race okay. i hate um people that are mean mm. i hate people that are ignorant i hate people that are uh, mean to kids. I hate people that are mean to women. You know what I mean? I hate I hate things that make me sad. You know, and I have that right. But those type of people come in all shapes and sizes. They come in white. They come in black. They come in Indian. They come in male. They come in female. They come in smart. They come in dumb. They come. There's all different shades of people when you're talking about good or bad. You know, we're we're focusing a little bit more on the bad now, which is kind of different for my podcast i usually try to you know stay on the on the positive lighter side of things but it's important to me that (laughs) at least me and you have this conversation and at least you know that like for me now i can't speak for anyone else but for me there's never been any malintent behind it oh no no you know here's the deal you said to me we talked earlier and you said you want to do a podcast and you said what the topic was going to be so speaking about a topic which what you want to speak about, um, and I speak about it the way I feel, I hope I didn't hurt your feelings, but I'm just, you know, you asked me the question. I'm not putting out there, and you said that our conversation was getting darker, but if you talk about something like that, um, there's only one way to go, and that's down for me. Well, my superpower is being able to, turn anything around and make it positive like I really have a a good way of doing that like you know um I can and my intentions here and I'm gonna try to be as successful as I can is is to make 
light of this and to, you know, A, apologize for, for my actions in the past. And when, when I, you know, listening to smarter people than me and, and, and this, this journey of knowledge and understanding all things of the world has, has been really good to me. And I've, I've changed a lot, um, especially in the last couple I of years. I know you have. I've, uh, I know you have. I'm trying to... I told you this before we did the first podcast and I told you that you were different. I told you that to your face. There was no podcast. You just came over and we had a barbecue and we were all hanging out. And I told you, I said, something is different about you. Something is really different. But that's when Andy was here. When Andy first came here. Well, you know, I've been paying attention to my family specifically. You know, whenever I come up here, I'm, I'm you know, always visiting family in between mm. my dad and my brothers. And mm. I see it a lot in my mom. It's like... Mm. Everybody wants to focus on what's negative, you know? There's a lot of negativity being pushed around, and it's... I get it, because you see it in the TV, you see it in the news, you see it even in the TV shows that we choose to watch. They're they're always sowing discourse or some sort of drama or some sort of, you know, negative nonsense, and it's like, I don't want to be this, you know happy-go-lucky, free-spirit, hippy-dippy, everyone doesn't take seriously because he (laughs) just sees the brighter side of everything. (laughs) But the way I see it is... I. I can make a choice to to be positive about things. I can make a choice to to see the brighter side in things and it helps me get by. It helps me focus on what's really important, like taking care of my kids, like making sure I've got a good job, making sure I show up on time, making sure I, I adhere to the rules, making sure that I'm not stepping on toes on my way up the ladder, making sure that I I look back and you know realize that I did some things wrong in the past and I want to I want to change that. Props, I told you I gave you props before. I told you you got props from me, definitely. Well, and that, and that's not what I'm. You know, I'm not. Um, you know, because, seeking. I mean, your 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 kids are going to be here right now. What for another week? Is that okay to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So both Just don't say the address. Okay. No, we're not gonna say <laughs> yeah. my addresses, but uh, they're gonna they're gonna come and they're gonna be with me because they like being with me and I like being with them. I like having fun with them, and they'll ask me questions about some things and they do. But I that that's my bunch, my funky bunch. Yeah. Well, um, they were talking. They were in the car when we were frustrated yesterday. They knew they couldn't talk to me. They were like, "Oh, you know, what do you think Taz is up to? Yeah. Oh, we don't call him Taz anymore. Now mm-hmm. he's." Warlock. Yeah, he's a warlock now. That's what they're saying. They're like, they're they're and they're like, uh, are you Tythonius? Are you TQ still? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So okay. yeah, they, they're they're back there, you know, chatting it up. So really? yeah, they're sitting there. And they're they, you know, they're like, you know, uh, Bell's trip, and you know, yeah. you know, so they're you know talking. Yeah, slick. Yeah, exactly. Weehawk. Yep, Weehawk. Yeah, yeah. That's a, a Marshall cool or a Owen. Don't, yeah, don't, Owen. No yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that kid over there. That little over there. The, the yep, little the little guy, the smallest one of the bunch. That's Weehawk uh, from the movie. Um, I but, put that out, and that's uh, that's like your thing with that. You yeah, know what I mean? and I it's it was you are you're always like, well, you trust me with your kids, right? Of yeah. course, you know what I mean. It's yeah. not just you, All you right. know what I mean. This is this is your house, but yeah. you know. Um, I I trust all of my family, you know what I mean? And the thing about the reason why I'm outside the bubble. But no, that's not true. You're part of the family and you always want to put your the same way I always try to put myself in this stupid category. Yeah. You always try to put yourself on the outside, dude. You've been right, part then. of the family for the longest time. So, I'm not yeah. even going to accept that talk from you. You can say whatever right, you want. But... I'm sorry. I apologize for that because I've known your family. Man, I am however years old and I know your family. I know your brother. 
who was 18 at one or 18 yep yeah and he's damn near 40 now yeah yeah you know so, so and um, i know him and i know the baby boy yeah so you know what i mean like fuck out of here with that um, right. on the outside shit you're, you're wow. one of us you know what i mean well and that's the reason why we're here talking and the only reason i would have asked you that question back in the day mm. going back to this ugly word that yeah, i yeah, keep talking yeah. about is be well it's because you're a black dude mm-hmm. i'm a white dude mm-hmm. you know what i mean and my the only reason asking you that was because obviously you're gonna feel some kind of way or you're mm. not i think what i was probably doing was i was mm. probably trying to look for you to stick up for me because the black queen um, yeah. okay. who, who has been on here, you know, before who you talked about, who yes. was who was in front of us. I didn't want to throw it out there. Who like has that. has a lot of responsibility and change in the way I look at yeah, things. Yeah, well, you tell the story then. Well, she was there, and I was probably looking for you to kind of stick up for me and be like, yeah, you know, Dan's cool, and and he, he ain't got no hate in his heart, and you know, he, he can say whatever he wants. But no, I understand that I you can't do that, and and I get it, I get it, but. In- I said I would talk to you. And that's for anybody that's really, really paying attention to this conversation, I remember exactly what he's talking about. And um, it was at a reunion, and he was really, really busy. And so was she. And Kirsten was all, everybody was like running around for everybody coming from different parts of the United States of America coming to this family reunion in his backyard. And, uh, he talked to me about that as busy as he was and I couldn't answer him right away and then in the same hour I bumped into this other person who he was talking about this female the black queen yes yeah okay that's her alias on here yeah okay then shout out I'll to the black queen black her queen. sexy ass I didn't know but <laughs> she's a trip though I like her I like her yeah I like her too and so uh just like I didn't know what to do with the whole situation well, and I didn't, I, my intentions were never to back you in a corner or make you feel uncomfortable. So mm. if, if that was the case, I apologize for that. I, I, like I said, I, I'm not the smartest, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. You know what I mean? It takes me a little while to get it sometimes, you know, like I'm very perceptive, but I don't always, all the information that I'm taking in, I don't always process it the best. I'm not, is, is I'm not so quick to understand that, especially with my actions, I'm quick to act mm. and I'm slow to think about what I'm doing and maybe the repercussions it might have. Mm. Now I'm never I'm never going to operate in it with the intent to hurt people, but I have said things before without thinking that have hurt people. Mm. You know, and I I want to get away from that. I'm trying to get away from that. And this this podcast allows me to um well, you talking to me and all that. So, the, the... Well, go grab a drink. I'm a, I'm going to tell these people about what this podcast is has kind of taught for me and by the time you get back, I'll still be on the same subject so you won't miss much. Oh, okay. So, I'll be right back and I'll come and see what you said. Yeah, exactly. Can I? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um but what this podcast has really taught me is to listen and you have to consider your audience. You have to consider a lot of different things that you didn't consider before. There, when you're a kid, you're, you're kind of looking in tunnel vision. And you're looking for a few different things depending on how you were raised. You're either looking for, you know, like a, a pat on the back. Like, hey, good job, Dan. You did, you did good with that alter. You know, or hey, uh, um, you're a piece of shit and you'll never get better. You know, depending on how messed up you were raised, you'll look for different things. You'll look for, 
you know, maybe you're destructive and you want you want some discipline or maybe, you know, you were loved your whole life and coddled and you're going to look for that acceptance and that that uh that attaboy. You know, other people look for different things. Some people, you know, look for sexual attention. Some people look for you know, materialistic things. People want people to spend money on each other. The the point that I'm ranting and raving about, close that door. Make sure you close that so it doesn't go up there. Um, uh, there's different strokes for different folks. And you can't know everybody. You can never know your, your room completely. But you can choose to operate on... Uh, a guy's or a, a, a basis, not even a guy's, a, a basis of kindness and of goodness. And that's what I'm really trying to do with this podcast is spread positivity, talk about things that aren't super destructive, talk about things that aren't going to rip us apart. I want to talk about things that are going to pull us together. And you know, it's probably why this podcast will never be as popular as I want it to be is because people thrive on negativity and people thrive on drama and that's what everybody wants. But the main theme to this podcast is, is positivity. I want to, one of the things I don't, we didn't do it here because we kind of jumped right into this because, you know, we're cool. Um, but, uh, one of my things I tell everybody before I do this podcast is, Anytime you say something, no matter what it is, you can get as crazy as you want, mm. but I'm always going to try to pick out the positive in it. I'm always going to try to keep my compass pointing towards positive is what I tell okay. people. So no matter what is discussed, even if, you know, we talked about my kids' dogs getting shot earlier, mm. which fucked me up. And I had to listen to my kids cry for a good, you know, 20, 30 minutes, like crying on the phone while their mom is telling them their dog got shot. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's all because I read this text message out loud. I could have just kept my mouth shut and not said anything. Mm. You know, it was a decision that I made impulsively to read that text that I didn't know it was going to say. I just read it and I read it out loud and my kids were in the car <sighs> and that set off a chain of uh, events. They, that just, They probably didn't believe what you said at first. No, no. And they had to ask, well, what did you say? Exactly. You, they did, you know, and then they called their mom. And then at first their oh, mom, you know, at first their mom lied to I them and tried to cover it up. Well, it was just, it was the shittiest possible thing that could have mm. happened. And it could have been avoided. Right. Now, it's done and over with. Uh. It was done and over with before I read that text message. They yeah. were going to f- have that feeling when they got home or then. So it's like, did I ruin their vacation? Or did I just postpone, you know, the inevitable? No, 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 no. You didn't ruin anything. Everything is perfect with you because you are t- watching after your kids. You brought them from wherever you live to north, we'll say north. And so you brought them to come see all the family. You brought them to come see your family. Can I say? Connecticut? Yeah. All right, Connecticut. So you went and saw your family in Connecticut, upstate New York. Probably some in New York came this way to hang out with your brothers here in New Jersey, uh, PA, I think, one, one New Jersey. And us. And you just, like, come over here and just, like, it's it's fun. It's a whole lot of fun, actually. Well, and that's the intentions, you know. But the, I guess just, you never know. And it's like, you have to, I, when I was a kid, I used to lie a lot. I used to tell stories. Because I, I mm. wanted a certain kind of attention. I wanted people to think I was cool. I wanted people to think I was interesting. You know what I mean? I didn't realize that 
if I just said what was actually going on, mm. that's interesting enough. Mm. And you don't have to think or use your imagination on anything. You could save that creativity for when you're actually, you know, doing something creative, you know? When, I mean, think of this podcast, you know? Think of, think of whenever you're, you know, texting someone on, on Facebook, whenever you're reaching out to someone, or whenever you're, you know, selecting a song to share with someone, or, mm. you know, whatever you do. Whenever you're out there digging up pipes to, you know reroute the house because you got to keep the house under order you know whenever you own a home you know there's something always to do you know whenever you're trying to catch the snakes outside or whatever it is you know oh there's God, don't talk about the snake there's 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 certain actions that we take that get us to the place that we are mm-hmm. and there's no sense in fabricating anything else now mm-hmm. if you want to write a book you want to tell a story you want to make a movie that- that's great you know what I mean? Then we're going to need you to lie a little bit. We need you to go a little left field yeah. and get crazy. You just called me out on everything that I've said to you. Not just this podcast, but the last one. You've called me out on stuff right here, right now. I'm glad you picked up on it. Yeah, well, <laughs> it is what it is, you know? Because what you just said, what you just ran down to me right now and one minute ago, and I was just like, holy shit, he did listen to what I said. He I pay attention, man. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't turn it off. I'm always observing. Yeah. Now, what I'm and observing, I'm not, and I'm not. I'm not perfect, obviously. But I mean, this guy that's doing this podcast, you know, I can talk to him about whatever. You know, a nigger or a, um, a, what is it? What's an Irish? What? Mick or Spick? Or... Mick. Now, Spick is Spanish. What's the one for? Irish people, so they came up with all the bad names? Uh, the thing, see, now, and this is the other argument that I have to bring up that people are going to roast me for is, Go. dude, the Irish people got treated worse than the I black know. people did back in the slave days. I and no one wants to fucking hear it. Black people don't want to hear that shit. They're like, dude, fuck you. Because, to be honest, we had this conversation. I lived a soft-ass life. I've never had anyone look at me and hate me for no reason, you right, know what I mean? Right. I've been lucky enough to have you know, this beautiful head of hair and a, and a decent, <laughs> oh decent Elvis. features and decent features underneath. Okay. I'll, I'll be modest. Building. I'll be modest. Elvis is in the building. Dude, my hair is my strong suit. Okay. <laughs> my hair is my strong suit. So, you know, I saw what happened with my brothers. I was like, Oh no. Yeah. Let me take that ball cap right off my head. I already knew. That's a whole nother subject. We'll do something <laughs> else. That'll be our next podcast. But, um, uh, Peasy. I've always, I've always um, just wanted to be cool. I've always wanted to just be accepted. I've I've just been looking mm. for not not. I don't want to be celebrated. I want. I don't want. I just want to fit in. You know what I mean? I've always felt different than other people. I've always felt like really. Well, be, it 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 started with you know in school they called me stupid because I couldn't I couldn't read as well as everyone else. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't spell. I've never ever have I ever won a spelling bee. I sell insurance now, and people tell me like I'll be like you're gonna have to spell that for me. Yeah. People get upset. Yeah, people get, get upset. On your phone. Yeah, well I'll, <laughs> now, I'll put them on hold and I'll ask Siri. Siri, how do you spell? No, you don't do that. Do I you? do. I swear I do. Damn. Well, you're the a thing bum. is, well, I can't spell. I'm not good at it. You know what I mean? And I'm not Try good at harder. It. But you know what I can do? I can make friends with people like that. I can yes. relate to people like I'm that. Sure. You know, I can use I can use my voice to get inside people's head and I can make people think. Mm. Just like the way you said I called you out on things, mm. I wasn't calling you out on nothing. Mm. I was just regurgitating what I've observed. And you're like, oh shit, he's calling me out. Oh, you no, right. No, no. You know, like But I said I understood. 
Yeah, but what I'm doing is I'm uh, using my uh, voice and I'm yes. getting your brain to think about things. I'm yeah. getting you to think like, oh shit, like oh damn, he's right. Like oh, okay, I did. He, I did say that. I didn't to say that you were 100 percent right about anything. How about if I ask <laughs> you questions about this? I didn't say any of that. Uh, I didn't say any of that. But we're having a conversation, and you said that everything you said. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, tell me something about yourself. I am. Want to talk about you. I am. I'm, I am. I'm telling you, I can't yeah. spell. I'm telling you, I felt stupid my whole life. I'm telling oh, you, that's where it comes from. Yeah. The, the my need to fit in oh. and my need to be cool yes. came from my insecurities yes. of feeling like I wasn't cool enough oh. or feeling like I wasn't smart enough to be in the conversation. Oh. Like, and and then girls made it worse because of course you want to get the girl. You know what I mean? You what are you be, talking about? So you what? You had no game. What I'm saying is my game became, my game was bullshit Mm. because I wasn't smart enough to understand that I didn't need all of that bullshit. Mm. I could have just represented me for me. Mm. I could have just been Dan. You know what I mean? I could have just been, I didn't have to fucking, you know, be this other person or I didn't have to make up these stories about, you know, what I did in this other state where I used to live or with my other friends or at this other school. You know what I mean? Like I didn't have to do that. You know, and I'm looking back on it now. I didn't realize that until I was, you know, 25, 26, mm. you know, because I started telling so many lies that people were like, oh, didn't you do this before? I'm like, Psh, I never done that before. They're like, oh, you told me a story when you did this. I'm like, oh, I lied to you, bro. Oh, like, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't remember That's that. messy. Yeah. Well, the thing is, when you lie to other people like that, what yeah. you're doing is you're, you're sending out a false flag. And it's yeah. doing you no good because mm. let's just say, worst case scenario, it comes down to you said, oh, yeah, I took CPR and I've done that before, whatever. Someone's drowning. Dan, no CPR. Let's go grab him. Mm. And what if I'm five minutes away? You spend all that time coming to grab me and I'm the asshole that lied to you about knowing CPR. So I'm going to get there and be mm. like, oh, I'm not kissing a guy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, it, it, worst case scenario. That's, mm. you know, but it it all comes down to the same thing, like. People are like, oh, you need to be real. You need to be this. You need to be that. Mm. You don't need to be shit. You can fly your whole fucking life if you want to. What I'm saying is what works out for me is 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 being real and trying to represent myself in a way that I could back it up. You know what I mean? Because you throw so many false flags, someone's going to test you. You know what I mean? Yeah. You start talking about you won karate matches back in the day, someone's yeah. going to throw a kick your way. I, you know what I mean? I, well... Yeah, that's the way it is. It's straightforward for me. Yeah. And I respect that, actually. Like, what did you say? Um, I remember I had a question for you, and it just slipped my brain. Oh, my God, I had a good one for you. And I just keep uh, rambling. All right. Sometimes you just got to cut me off. No, no, I know. I already know that. If, now, you, if, you, if you're going to be a future guest on this podcast, sometimes all you just right, cut then. me off. No, no, because I had a good one, but you kept talking. You talked real fast, boy. <laughs> you talk real fast with it's, that slick hair. It's, uh, that hair. It's good. It's your good. hair. It's, it's good to me, bro. I'm telling you, that's people are like. They're like, stuff. what do you put in your hair? I'm like, nothing. I really don't put anything. You should in my look hair. at his chin. His chin. He's got chin hair that's just like what, dude. Two my inches beard? down. <laughs> I gotta give. I forget who said this. But <laughs> someone said this the other day, and I've been saying it ever since. Is like my beard is like. It's like sunglasses for the bottom of my face. It just makes me look cool and yeah, shit. Yeah. You know when you put on sunglasses, you look cool as hell and shit. You don't <laughs> care what no one says. You put on a, the right pair of sunglasses, you just feel like the Terminator and shit. You, get, you feel cool. It's like, I put on this beard, it's like I wear this beard and I feel fucking cooler. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, 
I don't know. My I like it because you're a throwback. I got a new job recently that um really challenged my my brain and challenged my my ability to be on a computer and and work from a cubicle, um which I'm pulling off. I'm not doing too bad. Uh, uh, but I'd never done that kind of work before, and I had to go clean shave. Uh, before I went in, so I'll show you my badge. It's in my car. Mm. I was clean shave um for the interview. I got the job, and so I went like three or four days, and I, I had a little bit of stubble when I actually took my, my whatchamacallit, my picture. But uh, I've been growing. This this right here is, mm. ever, is all my new job. This is all insurance man right here. So when, I, when, I, when I'm thinking about something and people ask me an insurance question, I you don't know. playing with it. I do. Now, they can't see me. <laughs> they can't see me, but I'm over here yeah, yeah. strumming my beard like... I do that stuff right now. I got a little something, but I can't let it grow like that because my hair is like now really black. Shout out curly. to my homie Mr. Brown, uh, yeah. who cuts my hair. Yeah. Who's a, a a black dude grew up in South Carolina, mm. uh, hardcore South Carolina dude. Hung out with Steve Smith. He's been a, a basketball coach. Basketball player, yeah. That, well, he's a swimmer too, uh, but just just an athlete. You know what yes. I mean? He's my age now, and we're parents, and we got the dad bods going on. You know him. Uh, well, through my job, and mm. now he cuts my hair and really throws it on, throws it on me nice. Now he hasn't got used to everything yet. Like he yeah. trimmed, he trimmed my little guys up front. And I didn't like that. Like you can't do that. Oh yeah, with yeah. Me. You gotta keep that. I got a little teeny tiny widow's peak, and for white yes, people, the widow's peak is kind of cool. Yeah, now but it's small. It's not. You it's don't not crazy. Be flat. You don't well, the be thing flat. is, when you trim it here, you yeah. got those small little hairs. And when they grow back, yeah. it's a pain, bro. Like I got to keep them long so I can just stick them up there with, them with my whole Johnny Bravo. You know what I'm saying? Look, I got look, the whole. Look. Listen to what he's saying. Is he okay right now? Um, I'm a little, I'm a little conceited when it comes to my. <laughs> I got, I got a, I got a decent mop, yo. I was blessed, I was blessed with a mop. And I gave you props, but you just like take it to a whole nother level. Well, you oh. know, when you walk around looking like Prince Charming all day, it's oh hard my not God, to. Oh God, you're a roughneck. <laughs> you're, yo. Hey, you keep setting them up. Plainsville. I'm gonna just knock them right That's down. Okay, you came from Plainsboro, though. Just remember that you came through uh, New Jersey, Plainsboro, and that's how you got started with being this character right here. Well, what and travel? Well, and travel. I don't know if that's where it started, but the travel was. It definitely was a. Uh, it definitely was a spot on the map, yo. Uh, definitely was. West Windsor, Plainsboro was cool. Uh, but um. Let's wrap it up. Okay, I'll let that go. No, what? Well, no, like, no, because you gotta go. I gotta get gotta going. Go. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me, and um, we were all over the charts. I don't know. Well, like I said, um, if I've ever made anyone feel uncomfortable with any of my words, like I apologize. It's never, it's never my intention. <sighs> now I will push, you know, political ideas. I will push, you know, the the envelope when it comes to things. Um, and I will listen to you. Yeah, and like I said, I've you know ninety nine point nine percent of the time that word has been retired from my vocabulary. And I know this, you know. Um, but uh, there's there's certain times when all words are appropriate, and I'm never ever gonna exclude things. I'm n- I can't I can't unlearn things unless they're not facts. You know what I mean? And the facts are that some words hurt. Some words have power. You know what I mean? And with power comes responsibility. You know what I mean? So if you're going to wield that power, you got to do it responsibly. I think there's a time and a place for anything. I did a podcast with um, a Southern lady, and she said something about her kids. 
Have. You can find it on here. She said, when I taught my kids how to cuss, yeah. I told them, there's a reason, there's a time and a place for everything. Mm. And profanity is the same thing. Mm. Now, if you're going to, you know, call your brother a fucking idiot, yeah. I'm not going to accept that. Right, right, Now, right. if you're going to say when, you know, he's not around and he did something when he was acting like a fucking idiot, right. that's different. If there's, there's, there's a difference between, you know, using profanity to express how crazy something was mm-hmm. and using profanity against someone for hurt. You know what I mean? Right, right. There's a difference. And I think intent is so lost in nowadays. Like, it doesn't matter. Everyone wants to get a a snit bit of what you said Mm. and use it against you and they want to cancel you. Fuck this cancel culture bullshit. I'm here (laughs) to fucking put out these long-winded rants and let you know exactly how I feel. All right. And if I said some some shit that that is wrong... I will. I'll listen back, and I'll be like, you know what? If that hurts your feelings, if the, if we I was wrong, I'll admit that. it. We're 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 over that. Though. Yeah, we're over that though. Well, I'm we're more speaking that. to the masses. I I don't have no. We know had no problems. Yeah. We'd had no. If we had problems. We, we, we would turn this right mic now. off. Yeah, we we wouldn't be talking on and mic. And yeah. me and you are cool enough that, yeah. like I said before, please, if you listen to this, <laughs> he comes around me and brings his children. And I hang out with them for a week at a time. All of us. Your family, bro. And we get it down. Yeah. We had some Kentucky Fried Chicken and all that stuff. Remember last weekend? Bean toast. Oh, my God. It's cornhole. Cornhole, whatever. It's it's cornhole. It was cornhole, but... Playing cornhole. Okay. And I got to tell you about this dude. If you play cornhole... He's pretty good, man. He I won three. every time. He, he gets three. He gets I think it was three. beginner's luck, dude. It was, it was, yeah, that's what I said, it was beginner's too. Beginner's luck. That's what I said, too, when I first played pool. <laughs> yeah. Beginner's luck. Beginner's luck. Yeah, but that's the way that we roll. Just Good times, again. man. And that's what it's about. It's about making memories, you know? And that's that's another thing about what this podcast is about. It's like, you know, there might only be, you know, 100 people listening. You know, yeah. there might be less. Uh, but... One day I'm gonna go back and listen. One day my kids might go back and listen, you know, and they're gonna be like, "Oh shoot, look at look at dad and look at dad and, and grandpa talking." You know what I mean? Like right. you know, yeah. doing the thing, you know, yeah. making mom upset. Oh, I remember that day. Oh, I was upstairs when she said that. You know what, what I mean? When you burned her hamburger? No, no, I'm talking oh. about when she came upstairs and called us out on the last oh, yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, you the know last what I mean? Podcast. Yeah. Remember when you cooked the hamburgers on the grill and you burned her hamburger? I didn't. My mom likes things she went raw. Off. She, she went likes them raw. I just cooked it. All I did was yes. cook it. On the grill, I felt bad for you. Yeah, well, <laughs> you got spanked that day. I think the uh, the moral of this story is you can't make everybody happy. No matter go. what you do, you're gonna ruffle some feathers. And you just have to talk about it. That's about it. Yep. You know. Yep. And get in the weed and like, like again, you you called and called me out and said this word i don't know me and my friend over here she don't like it and it confused me because i don't i don't use i don't do that stuff and it's not even necessary to, for for me having this conversation is a problem because it's still putting that word out there make it disappear yeah take it out of webster's dictionary take it out of webster's dictionary because it's in there yeah. Want to know? Well, it's it's back just... in the sixties, the Webster's Dictionary. And I think I might have one upstairs, and it has the word. Well, it's still in there today. I mean, I I I'm not a fan of taking anything out of the dictionary. 
I think if it made it there, it made it there for a reason. Like even bling bling or stan, some of these new words they've added in here. I, I think there's there's merit for it. And I, I love well, nigger of Negro is a word. Nigger is another word. Well, like I, back to my original point, I think intent is 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 what it should be the focus on. You know, I think these words, if you're if we're giving them too much power, then you know, we're we're doing ourselves a disservice. You know, and I I I I agree. You know, until you know the the hurt and the the. The pain can be stripped from that word and bleached from that word. Mm. Uh, it shouldn't be tossed around. It shouldn't be used lightly. But think about the word love. Think about how powerful the word love is. And think about how it gets just tossed around like it's nothing. Oh, well, if you don't love anybody, then, I mean, you'll, the word... Well, what about the word I am? I am. I am is a powerful word, dude. Let's see. Go back to love. What well, is that to you? Love is... Shoot. Love is everything. It's God. It's it's the universe. It's it's our goal. You know what I mean? It's what you're looking for in life. If if there is an answer, if there's a man on the mountain with the answer to life, you know, other than procreation, which is making love, you know what I mean? Other than, you know, spreading your seed and and, and, and filling you the get world. An a plus for that. Other than filling the world, the other thing is mm. is spreading your knowledge to the people that you love. There you go. That's it, my in my search. That's what I found. All right. You know, you love you. You take care of the people you love. You said that to me the last time that you left here, and um, oh, it was last year I think, and you gave me a hug when you were leaving, and you said it in my ear. I told your mom about it, and I told her that you said that you love me. Yeah. You said that to me in my it's, ear. It's it's. Uh, Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't like I love you. No, it wasn't like that. I like was I wasn't like, like nibbling on your ear no, or no, no, anything. No, 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 <laughs> like that. Just like we no. just like yeah. And when I'm around you, I was like always hand hugs and all that stuff. And so, but then, like you said this thing to me, and I was like, wow. No, it's it's because in- I talk to your kids like that. Like I love them. Well, just. It's it's important to know that you know your words have effects on people. It makes it gets in your mind. It gets in it, it affects the way people think. And you can as easily say a kind word mm. as you can say an ugly word. Mm. You know, and it's just that easy. Mm. It's like I now that I'm older and I'm um, I'm realizing what I want for myself and what I want for my kids. I want kindness. I want a happy mm. life. I want the world. I want a peaceful world. It sounds so cliche. You know what I mean. But like, I, I want people to be nice to each other. You know, you want that for yourself because right now you are the you are right here, living in life now. But you want to be better for them, your kids, your grandkids. <laughs> Could you imagine your grandkids? Don't you want it to be a utopia? Well, you you know you've heard the proverbs. You know the 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 wind off of a butterfly's mm. wings will mm. create a tornado in another country or whatever right. you know what i mean it same as the the drop in the pool the ripples will go on and on, go and on, on. on. It's, yeah. the, it's the same thing you know you we got to open our minds and i really believe that that kindness is the answer you got to you got to be kind to each other you got to you got to mm-hmm. love each other and and you know love is the answer it is it is the key it's it's so corny and it's so cheesy to say but you know the smartest man in the world elon musk was on the podcast with uh, my man, my man the meathead monster jre and he said, 
you know, love is the answer. Love, love, love is the yeah, key. Didn't that Republican or no Democratic um, woman on the presidential debate? Her name is Williamson, and she was saying that same thing, that rhetoric about love, and people laughed at her. They it, laughed at her. It's so cheesy. It's such a they cheesy laughed, thing to say. They laughed at her. She's up there trying to be the president of the United States, and she's talking about. I don't even. I didn't. I understood what she was saying, but your mind is gone. But you, you have to realize there's some people in this world that haven't experienced real love. That, have, that their whole life they've gone without love. Like it's hard to imagine for someone like me and you because mm. we we're, we live in abundance of love. Like mm. you know, my mom, lover or hater, you know, she is a lover, dude. She is. And her, her love language is complicated, and it's not the easiest to understand sometimes, but she showed me how to love your family, take care of the people, sacrifice yourself for the people you love. Mm. You know what I mean? And uh, that's what it's all about, you know? So let's wrap this up. I got to hit the road. Yeah, I know. I love you, brother. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, right. And I'm gonna. I'm also gonna give a shout out to my boy Jesse because he's the one that got me telling everyone I love him. Because Jesse's always gay with. He's like, I love you, man. Yeah, I love no, you. No, no. And it feels weird for a guy to say that to another guy. Show the picture of Jesse. What he shot me. Uh, we oh, we call dude. him levitation. His his dude, name on here is levitation. Levitation. Go look at levitation. Looking upwards at the sky. That's Jesse. Uh, Jesse. Picture, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. He's he's a. Can we show that? He's a picture taker. Actually, I'll take a picture of it and I'll put it on here for it. Show but, um, that. I gotta hit the road. Uh, Soj, we did a, an hour and five minutes, bro. Yeah, I know because, like it was not, like it was five minutes. Well, yeah, it felt that way, didn't it? We out of here. You got anything to say? Man, peace and love. This is my brother right here. This is my family. And, and we out. Uh, we're just working some things out, but it ain't even bad. It it's not bad at all. Because I already knew it. Or else his kids wouldn't be here and he wouldn't be showing me love. I definitely wouldn't have showed him love. SOJ but. baby. <laughs>